What about hope do you need to stop doing to increase your faith? I bet you've never asked that question before. Well, I'm going to tell you, and it is so good. Hi, welcome to the Heavenly Confidence Show. My name is Kim Reitzel. Are you ready to start experiencing the peace and confidence Jesus said was yours by his sacrifice for you? Are you ready to understand your true identity and know without a doubt how much you are loved and how enough you are already? Let me ask you this, godly friend. Does negative thoughts about your past or future ruin your ability to rejoice in your days? I understand it's not your fault. I was the same way and lacked the knowledge to overcome it. But as a master certified neuro coach with a master's degree in clinical Christian counseling, God has changed me from glory to glory and I am gonna share it all with you. You no longer need to stay stuck. Inside the Heavenly Confidence Show, we'll talk about renewing your mind and actually how to do it. Calming skills, building faith, and so much more. I love to share it all with sprinkling some fun ways to improve your whole body, soul, and spirit. So grab your Bible, drop your dumbbells, and freshen your lipstick. And let's have some fun learning about our Lord and how he made our bodies to work best in this fallen world. Come join me inside the show. Hey, did you enjoy your extra day this year? Leap year. It happens only every four years. I remember someone that was born on leap year. And I remember back in school, we used to tease them. Like when we were 16, they were only four years old. Now at today's age, I would have loved to be born on leap year. Well, in the world, hope is commonly used to mean a wish. Its strength is the strength of the person's desire. So when we compare that to what God means when he says hope in the Bible, I can see why we are so mixed up and our faith is not increasing. When we talk about hope as in the meaning of a desire in this world, we say things like, I hope I get a raise. Oh, I hope I win the lottery. I hope I don't get that flu. I hope I don't get laid off. I hope my mom and dad will let me go to the game tomorrow night. I hope people like me. I hope I get a new car, a new dress, a cell phone, and on and on. For me, I hope people think I'm smart. You know, we have those hopes when we feel less in certain areas. And I can see how come our belief sometimes isn't where it should be. It is common to think of hope as a wish. This gets us so mixed up when we read the Bible. We can still think of God telling us hope to mean a wish, but that is not what God means in the Bible. When it comes to hope in the Bible, you need to stop wishing and start expecting. God's definition of hope is so different. The Bible, hope means a confident expectation of what God has promised, and its strength is in his faithfulness. 
God is faithful to his promise. So I want you to look at and listen to what the meaning of hope means in the Bible for some of these Bible verses I'm going to say right now. And I'm going to add the new definition of what the Bible means hope is. So in Jeremiah, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope, which means confident expectation in God's goodness. In Romans, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of his Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope, which is a confident expectation in his goodness. In Romans, it says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be consistent in prayer. And Hebrews 11.1 says, now faith is the assurance of things Hope for, which means confident expectation in his goodness and the conviction of things not seen. In Romans, it says, for this hope, confident expectation in his goodness, we are saved. Now, hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what he sees. But if we hope have confident expectation in his goodness for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And finally, the last one I'm sharing today is rejoice in hope, in confident expectation in his goodness. Be patient in tribulation. Be consistent in prayer. We move from begging in prayer for his promises to asking him for what he promised and thanking him for it before we see it. So what can we compare this hope to? This is a silly example, but if you are sitting, do you trust in the chair you're sitting on? Are you not wishing it holds you up? So you sit down expecting it to hold you. Well, if we expect even in the simplest way we expect the chair to hold us, if we expect in God's promises and start believing them with faith in his goodness, so much changes. One thing that has always increased my faith and hope is reading about the miracles people have experienced with God. I love them all. From nowadays miracles to all the miracles God's people experienced in the Bible. For me, true godly hope of confident expectation is he shows us his faithfulness and love for us begins the experience of peace and joy in him. Simply knowing he has made me righteous with no help from me is so freeing. It is so freeing. The one thing I know I can count on in all this fallen world circumstances is the hope of being in heaven someday and winning the prize 
Christ died for me to experience. This is my confident hope that brings me peace when the world around me is not peaceful. This is what hope is about. We live in a fallen world with a lot of unheavenly things going on around us. We get to correct our human brain that is no longer in the garden with God and now exists in this fallen world and it needs supervision to notice and remove the enemy's schemes to steal our hope and destroy our faith in all we get to hope for. This is his whole thing. He tries to destroy and take away our hope. He has tried to make hope mean wish. And it doesn't mean wish. It means we can confidently expect God to do what he says he will do. No matter what, we get to choose our thoughts and they get to be empowered by God. I know God loves me and I know he loves you. I know God is with me and he is with you. And Christ gives us his peace even when I experience tribulation and even when I don't feel it. It is there. Do not allow the enemy to steal it. I get to choose things I do not see as if they are mine now. And you get to as well. I get to stand tall in God's word. Listen to this. Now we see but a dim reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully even as I am fully known. And now those three things remain, faith, hope, a confident expectation in God's goodness, and love. But the greatest of this is love. And remember, the greatest of this is God's love for us. If we can know and hold on to without a doubt how much he loves us, and how much his promises mean to us. And they are more than a wish. They are a hope, godly hope, in a confident expectation of his goodness because he is good and because he is love. And so I will always stand tall and remove fear. And I will remind myself, when I need to, and I will suggest you do the same. No more wishing. When God promises something, know without a doubt he's going to do it. When he promises he will make something bad into something good, he means it. He showed it with Joseph when his brothers sold him into slavery He turned it around to good. And my dear friend, I know we experience things in this world that are not good. And know that my love and prayers go out for each and every one of you that have experienced them. We all experience them. And some of you have experienced them in so much deeper ways. But know without a doubt, without a doubt, God's promises for you are true. 
And this is my prayer. This is my prayer. And it's God's prayer. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is my prayer for you. May his hope turn into a powerful, confident hope in God's goodness and in what Jesus did for you and that no matter what is going on, that you can remember that you are just not wishing, but your hope is in his promises and they are yours. And he loves you so much. God bless. Hey, you made it to the end. I think we are godly girlfriends. Can I ask a favor of you? Can you leave me a review or five stars if you got a wonderful aha that's going to change your life? Also, I want to tell you about the Bibletations app. There, I share a lot of things that help automate God's word inside of us so we get the benefits of it. First of all, you get a daily prayer starter that's filled with a Bible verse with a power thought to say for that day. Also, there's Bibletations by subject matter. So anytime you're needing a little help and wondering what the scripture says, what the Bible tells you, you'll find it in that Bibletation. We have lots of them for you to choose from. There's so much more. Go check it out. And if we mentioned anything in this podcast, can find them in the podcast notes. So take care until next time, my godly girlfriend.